Let me tell you something right now. I'm gonna get you, man. Yeah, I'm gonna get you. Uh, this guy's called the Standing Streamer. Wrestling with regret, and you're watching putting you over. Boom. Look at that. <clears throat> better, better late than never, is what they say. Where's my headphones? Hi, everybody, what's going on? Welcome to another episode. Wow, putting you over. Yep, know. we got a we got a good show tonight. Uh, Ref Ryan T. I don't know if he wants his last name being pronounced or not. I, that's up to him. But Ref Ryan T. You can find him at Ref Ryan T. R e f r y a n the letter T. And uh, we'll hear about his stories. A fourteen year career, fourteen year ref, and other things. We'll find out more about him. Remember, if you're hearing something you like, you have a question, get in. The on the line voice channel in Discord, discord.io slash put you over. Get in there. I also think while you're in there, you'll be able to hear the show. You know, like if you're on hold on the phone, you're able to hear the show. So I think if you're in the channel, you'll actually be able to hear the show. Um, I mean, if you're listening live on Twitch, anyways, that's cool. Uh, and then if I see someone in there, I'll pull them in, get a question in. But that's the plan for today. So I'll have Ryan T at the top of the hour. Saturday, we're going to have Impact Wrestler Dave Christ from OVE. Kyle versus everybody. We'll have him on. And uh, and then maybe we'll talk to uh, Adam Adam uh, Rotella from the 10 Pounds of Podcasts. Um, be like Stone Cold and get your beers prepped ahead of time. What are the chances I knock one of them over? Really good, right? All right, let's do it. Yo, yo. It should work now. Sweet. It it should. Working, working. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, Sweet. yay. Cool. Yay, we did it. What's up, man? Nothing much. It's, you know, I live in a house with three ladies, three daughters, and they they love that there's like a, a setup. They, you know, we're downstairs in my, in, you just hear them running. We're downstairs yeah. in my in my bar, you know, play area and whatnot, and, and they see the whole studio set up, and they're like, wow, that's so cool, and they always touch things, and they always want to put on their own shows and whatnot. And <laughs> it's like the smallest setting that in the heat of the battle, I couldn't figure it out. All good. All good. All good. <laughs> Anyways, we're, cheap, we're cheap live. Bar, though. It is. That's awesome. That's how my That's wife really uh, sold the house to me. I, n- I never, I didn't want to move ever because moving mm-hmm. is really sucks. And yeah. uh, this is how she sold it. So it's awesome. Yeah, so I'm glad you're on. I'm glad <laughs> we, had, you. we had a little technical difficulty. 
and uh, we're good to go. I just hear a small echo. It's myself because I get very loud. I don't know if it's loud at your end. I mean, it's it sounds fine. I don't hear any echo or anything. Okay. Yeah. Um, it oh. might just be me talking loud as normal, but we'll be fine. Cool, cool. We'll be cool as long as there's no echo for you and you can hear me. It's fine. Um, awesome. You are a 14 year referee, is how I would yeah. say it. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Um, yeah. In the New Jersey area. Yeah, yeah. I started off over in um, ECPW in Lake Hiawatha, New Jersey, in uh, January of two thousand. Well, my first show was January of two thousand and six. Yeah. yeah. It was sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um. What's your first wrestling memory? First wrestling memory was. First thing that literally just came to my head was um, it was a match. My first match ever. I don't know why it's like, but my first match ever was a guy named Solid Sugar versus this guy named Johnny Scout Eagle, uh, and my first match ever. And they didn't know of a cool finish. I gave them like a sweet idea, and then they went with it, and that made me really feel like comfortable. Like people trust me from like day one, which is really cool. Wow, so that, it, that's like that's a really so like, you, just a good memory. Well, you gave them a sweet finish. You were the ref, and you you pitched the finish there. Yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah. Um, it was really cool. Did you grow up? Was wrestling in the household, like on TV? I mean, I I live by this motto that everybody either is or was a wrestling fan. But was it mm-hmm. was it prevalent in your household? Yeah. So every like uh, as you know, with my story, when I was a kid, though, like my motivation when I when I was like battling uh, cancer and stuff was pro wrestling. Yeah. So it was uh, even from my. Even before that, though, like, you know, being at such a young age, I knew I was watching wrestling at that time. I remember certain matches and stuff like that, or certain times I was watching wrestling. But, uh, yeah, it was always, always been something uh, with my brother and my parents and uncles and cousins. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, growing up, you know, did – so it, it is me. It's loud on, on my end. I'm just going to ask this question and let you talk it through so I can just go turn – a knob down over there. Okay. Um, when did it click? So you're watching wrestling. You know it's going to be a part of your life in some mm-hmm. manner. When does it click with you that you want to go the referee route as opposed to a wrestler? Uh, well, I'll be honest. When I was younger, I, I used to backyard with all my friends. Like, who else did right. you know? Who didn't? So, uh, like, everyone's guilty of charge. Everyone's open to start talking about it now, you know? Um. But yeah, I used to back there. Like I started off, my first like time I did any type of wrestling, I was like eleven or twelve, and then uh, I wrestled for a company called UWA, a back you know backyard company. Yep. Um, but everyone was trained, so we had Arcadia, Mike Quest, Brian Brass, Eric Corvus, people from Jersey Jer- Pro, in a a ring mm-hmm. over here in Cerebral. and now the company stole. Uh, actually, the company that runs in South River. Uh, for pro shows, which is awesome, which I'm still a part of. But anyway, uh, when I was in college, I'm like, I need something else to do. And then I got some training from everyone over at ECPW and just signed up there and got trained by Gary uh, Gary Morer, who uh, was the head referee for ECW, but also a referee for Ring of Honor. And I basically got thrown in like after a couple of days. Just tossed right in. And huh? I, I, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Like, I, I mean, they, like Gary was cool, so he knew I used to do the backyard thing when I was a kid. But, like, he actually saw that, like, I, I get it. It wasn't just like, a, oh, put on the stripes. No, I actually understood the concept and at such a young age. But it's always been, I thought, like, I think the art of the referee is really cool. And that's always been, like, I'm very highly detailed with everything from work, really, to just everyday life. And I feel like it fits me perfectly. Excellent. You know what? I told you I was going to go around and touch that now, but I wanted to hear the story. So just bear with me a second. No, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, man. Oh. oh, I know the knob was there. Okay. All right. All right. Enough. I know. No more fiddling around. Wasted enough. My time. bad. My bad. I forgot I was on that side. <laughs> it's all, all right. right. Oh, man. 
So yeah, they always tell you don't don't do this at home. Don't try this at home. But all of us what? were in our backyard wrestling. Yeah, yeah all of us, 100%. easily. Um, yep. and you're right. I think being a ref, I think there is an art form to it, and I think it goes underrated. And they're just they're the third. Well, you know, in yeah. theory, a one on one, they're the third man in the ring. They're the third wrestler in the ring, telling the story. Yep. And that's just, uh, it's interesting, like, with uh, facial expressions and mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's so much, like, more detail than people really could really think of that could, uh, that brings a big part into the actual match or throughout the entire event. I'm, like, check, like, I'll be honest, and I say this on Twitter, yeah. and like, for before shows and stuff, I'll say, I'll, I'll I'll be the first one to take the bump. I'll be the first one to hit the ropes so make sure everyone's safety is okay. What's, so I'm, I'm, I'm very big on safety. What's the hardest bump you've ever taken? Um, I mean, when I, rest, when I wrestled, I, uh, I took a... Well, from from injury perspective, I I broke my I fractured my jaw. I took Ooh. a, a guza kick to the face in the corner, and then the three months or four months after, it was just a hairline fracture. And then I took a, uh, oh, it was, I was hit, wrestling Mac. Oh, I took a belly belly. I that was all on me. I messed up. Took a belly belly from Mac. It was him, myself and Magic versus him and versus Mac and a little like Louis Ramos. Yeah, and. And I just landed completely, like just scorpion on my shoulder. It was terrible. Oh. But, uh, but besides that, like I took a uh, from Chris Powers from uh, UWA Elite. He actually uh, is an actor on Gotham too. Actually, I'm not sure on there. Huh. But uh, he he did a, uh, a moonsault uh, double stomp to me. That was pretty cool. And that's the same match I fractured my jaw too. You didn't find out you fractured your jaw until after the night. Yeah, I mean it was my mouth. Like I was spinning oh. up blood the entire match. But, oh. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I, I knew something something was wrong. And you've you've taken some pretty uh taken some pretty good bumps as a ref too. I think I saw mm-hmm. which is the one that I just, was just watching a while ago. Um Tessa Blanchard and it was in G C W. Nick Gage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh uh, I I I yeah, I C W. Uh, <laughs> oh, was it I C W? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's cool. It was uh yeah, the I was only supposed to take one actually. But the crowd started pop so good. Next, like, let's do another. I'm like, sweet, let's do it. It's cool. No, no, no. One more time. One more time. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I love bumping. Uh, it's I, I miss the wrestling part, but yeah, I, I want it. it builds my resume too. But it makes me look different from the from the bumps I've seen you take as a ref, because I haven't mm-hmm. seen much of you as a wrestler. But as a ref, the bumps I've seen you take, um, they're not. They're not bumps for the sake of bumps. They go, they go with the match. They're, they go yes. with the story. They fit. So yes. you're not just doing it for the sake of doing it, which makes it uh, good. No, hundred percent. Like in um, GCW's uh, Run Ricky Run event, it was the three ref bumps, and then uh, Brett came out did his running as a, as a referee. But everyone had a different type of bump, and like they, as people will say, like me and Nick have like a thing at every event, like. I will get bumped by him, but I have a reason for that. Right. Like I did slide through the glass and everything, cut my arm and everything. I'm like, whatever, like let's get this match. Like I want Nick to win in a sense because I'm GCW against, but uh, yeah, man, every, everything I try to do has a, no, I won't say I try to do everything that gets given to me or that I do uh, bring up for a spot. They, uh, it all has a meaning. It does. It fit and it works well too. Um, we talked Thanks. about facial expressions and how you, when in your first memory, you were you know you, you pitched the finisher, the finish for the match. Mm-hmm. Um, how involved? And I think you touched a little on it earlier, but literally, how involved in the actual match that you're working are you? How involved are you with the other two wrestlers? If there's two wrestlers, the other wrestlers in the match, in how the match goes, like how much do you know? And like. How, I mean, without giving too okay. much away, like, how does that even work? I understand. Yeah. No, I mean, for, for how, how I do it, yeah, yeah. Um, I bet you other people do it this way, but uh, if I have matches one, three, five, and seven, right? Yeah. So say there's only, like, two two referees on a show, or if there's three, whatever the case may be. 
if I'm listening to match one, say you're in match one and you're going over your match, I'm going to listen to the entire detail because I want to know my, my correct placement. Of course, I have to work a horseshoe where I'm not in front of the hard camera or anything. But and I have to watch out for mobile cameras, uh, the mobile cameras and such, um, and for fan perspective as well too. But my my ultimate goal is to remember the match, just in case if somebody else has a question about if they're lost during the event, right? And they need me to pitch off spot. I will, but that hasn't really happened often because the people I've worked with are so just greatly skilled. Um, but I'll be listening to match one right here, and then match three and five or three is right, like maybe like ten feet out. And I can't hear them, but I can see their ma- their mannerisms and such. And I'll, I want to make sure my goal is to know that I know their match before they come up and tell me what the finish is. Nice. So they can build, you could see that trust that I have, uh, that they can trust me throughout the entire event or events uh, uh, coming up. That's interesting. And, but, yeah. I mean, there must be, just just based on the amount of promotions that you ref four one of them being tommy dreamer's house of hardcore you there must be a lot of trust put in you you're highly i would say up there in in the list of refs i mean thank you i appreciate that um people uh people like uh what's her name aubrey edwards you know Mm -hmm. she's awesome she is great um have any of the big promotions ever reached out to you big i put big in quotes No, no, I understand. No, no one's had nothing like that. Um, it'd be the dream, it'd be awesome, but uh, I'm already like, if it doesn't, like, I can give you like two ways of saying this, but my mate, like my, I could be like sad and be like, oh, you know, like I earned. No, no, it's everything's timing. Everything in life's timing, right. and if it, if it doesn't happen, it wasn't my time. Yeah. That's how simple it is. But like, also, I've lived a dream to hang out with my friends and get a reimbursement and pay, of course, yep. for things I love to do. But just to be able to do this and still work my shoot job, it's awesome. I, 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 I'm, I'm, so, I'm just so thankful for, like, even right now, like, for this, like, I wouldn't, I would never met you. No. Like, for, like, if, like, we've never spoken to each other. If I, if I wasn't involved or you were involved, you know, it brings so many people together, and that's why I love wrestling so much. It's weird yeah. because I – I came across you, and I'm sure I, I sure I seen you ref matches before. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure of it; it just never occurred to me. But I ran across you with the Retromania wrestling guys because mm-hmm. yeah. I I had them on this show way back, right when they first started getting into their game. So I've always been in contact with them. And then like they show me the list of the people, and then they show me the the picture of the announcers, and then the picture of the ref, and I'm just like mm-hmm. it just like all clicked with me. Um, what is that like? You're gonna be in a video game. Yeah, that's uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty awesome. Badass. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, it was. It, it's incredible. It's a great feeling. It's myself and uh, the other referee, as of right now that I know. I'm not sure if there's other ones, but Pat Savino. Yeah. Uh, gonna play him, gonna play him over real quick. That's just for that reason. Yeah. He's been around for for wrestling for such a long time. Uh, he's helped me out a lot too, a lot with this stuff. Um, but uh, it's a great feeling. I expect, like, as you know, uh, like, I do um, some charity stuff, too. Yeah. And I was selling, like, promo pictures for the month of January. I sold around 20, 25 years cancer-free. So every promo picture I sold for five bucks, uh, that money got doing all that money got doing to the value room. And then Retro Mania Wrestling was like, hey, we want to match that. I was wow. like, okay, yeah. So, like, wow. you're even selling T-shirt. Yeah, so, like, the Tommy Dreamer uh, T-shirt, uh, for Retromania wrestling off of uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, a percentage goes to the Valerie Fun Camp Happy Time as well. Yeah, that's cool. That is pretty cool. So, like, just, yeah, it's a great, it's it's really cool being in the game. Right. Uh, I've seen the picture of it. I haven't seen myself, like, in the game yet, in a sense, but uh, it's a really cool feeling of some sort of, a comp, like, a really cool accomplishment. Have you played it yet? I've played the game, yeah. I played it at uh, House of Hardcore oh, last House of Hardcore, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was awesome. And how did that was you? Really cool. How did that? How did you go about getting involved in that through Tommy because they were pulling in House of Hardcore? Yeah, it was uh, Tommy and uh, uh, referee Pat Zavina were oh. all uh, they were talking, and then uh, we're at another show down in South Jersey, and their uh, Retro Mania Wrestling was there. Tommy was there. 
and somehow everything just clicked together. Yeah, timing. Like I was you like, said. All right, cool. I was like, I was like, all right, sweet, and <laughs> let's do this. Yeah. Yeah, it's it sounds really simple and like as if that's not the story, but that's that's it. It's pretty much how it is. Right place, right time, like you said. Yeah. Um, I want to go yeah. back to the art of, of officiating a match. Um, mm-hmm. with, like you said, that you've studied the matches beforehand and, and you're reading body language and facial expressions during the match and stuff. You talked about the horseshoe staying out of the hard cam. The one thing I've always wondered, I, I a lot of times now when I'm watching matches, especially when I go back on the network and watch older matches, I watch the ref mm-hmm. now. And one of the things, and you hear it from the announcers all the time, they're like, oh, he's got to get in position. They got to, she's got to get in position, get in position, you yep. know, for the, the three count or, or submission or whatever the case may be. Yes. Are, do you have to get in a certain spot to, to make that three count? I've always wondered, like, well, why? Well, What's I like the... Go ahead. Well, uh, there's different types of scenarios you can be put into. Yeah. Um, if you just say, just say a, a, a cover... Right. I'll just say I'm just gonna use myself as an example. Like, but this might sound weird, but if this is the opponent, right? Yeah. And you're hard cam, yep. right? How, what I like to do is, and then this is the person. Just say this is the person's likes, like doing the pin. I like to go on the opposite side, so it doesn't make make so much color on that one area. Uh, hard cam side, you want to be, you don't want to be in front of the actual uh, shoulders of the pinfall. Uh, I like to pin. I like to do my counts lefty or right based off the the camera angle. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, so, like, I'm constantly thinking out there. It's not just a, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's basically, you want, main focus is the hard cam, mobile cam, uh, but also, you don't want to be overbearing the entire, uh, situations, uh, or spot, like, the, of the finish, or whatever case may be. Yeah, I've always wondered. I mean, I, I, I understood, I, I understood, but I just thought that it was, it was such, and then it starts becoming like a story within the match. Like, oh man, the ref wasn't in position or didn't get in position fast enough. And that's why it was only a two. Okay. Okay. No. All right. So like, so for instance, there will be a, uh, um, for a, say a power bomb spot, right? Right. Uh, set up power bomb. Of course, you know where shoulders are going to be, but then that's where it comes down to, positive of being a wrestler in the past is understanding movesets and understanding people's actual people's movesets and just basic wrestling 101 right finishers and whatever case may be of knowing what the rep person's shoulders will be by the time that person makes that dojo a dojo bumper whatever case may be. so it's it's really about your own knowledge and of course what size ring there's a lot there's a lot of more detail to it than just yeah because uh, i'm trying to put myself in thinking about it, like using the mental in- imagery, mm-hmm. and you're talking about the horseshoe, and yeah. you're talking about knowing your wrestlers, knowing their move sets, even mm-hmm. knowing when there could be a quick pin attempt for this. And mm-hmm. I mean, you're that is just a lot to keep up yeah. there, man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's a workout, man. Like I, I, if I'm not sweating out there, I'm not doing my job. <laughs> that's how, like, <laughs> yeah. that's how I see. Uh, but even even like sliding on your on your knees to get to the pin, it makes it, the pinfalls more uh, yeah more meaningful. Um, I was I was watching a, a synergy pro wrestling event, the Fubar one, the one they put on recently of all yeah. the old matches, and I I was watching you. You were doing I can't remember which match it was, but it was a two count, and you just come up and you go two. <laughs> right in the wrestler's face. Oh man, I can't. Awesome. I was I was doing coverage for it um, for WrestlingNewsWorld.com. We'll plug them for a second. Yeah. And uh, so I was watching it, and I was taking a gift from it. And I'm like, man, I gotta get that gift of him just throwing the two sign up. It's just that's it's, awesome. It's so. I I really do. I I say this to my wife all the time. I go, just watch the ref, Kel. Just just watch how the ref does things. And like, there's there's this one guy. In in AEW that comes to mind, I don't remember his name. I want to say Bryce something. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bryce Rosenberg. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like he'll be watching the the two wrestlers, and they'll either be punching each other or chopping each other, and he just goes, he goes, mm-hmm. oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Bryce, Bryce oh. is so 
Bryce is so great with uh, facial expressions and mannerisms. He, he also deals, uh, I think, at every uh, like menu week or throughout throughout the like the season or years of wrestling, he does uh, seminars too for just that type of knowledge. It's really cool, and like, yeah, I think he's actually running one right now. Yeah, he is. Uh, yep. The next couple of weeks, it's like is. forty bucks for like twenty people. So it's, it's definitely gonna be well worth it for whoever gets involved in that. Bryce is awesome. Yeah. Just, it's just it's just funny, and uh, <laughs> I I like I like the fact that um, we we have names to these refs now, like the the referees mm. have, have names, like your your ref Ryan T. That that's how I mm. refer to you. You know, you got Aubrey, you know, you got Bryce, mm. you got um, there, there's I, there's plenty, plenty like, more. Yeah, Brian Hebner, yeah, one of my favorite. AW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kid ref. Kid Ref's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, Chris, yep, no yep. you're my favorite. Kid wow, Ref thanks. is up there. He, Chris is awesome. He is, Chris is really good. And really, really great ass job. He is. He's really good too. Um, we had Jimmy Corderas on here a couple yeah. couple weeks ago, and uh, he was telling us how he got started in in the biz, and he he was just kind of hanging out and. And uh, I think he was driving the wrestlers from the airport to the events and, and this and that. But it was the same thing. It was timing. They just came up to him and said, look, man, the kid's hanging around the boys. You know, let's let's let him. It was just like that. Just like yep. he's there and it just all works out. It's, that's that's uh, awesome. It's weird. But um, yeah. so you're the Energizer ref, right? Yeah. If you're, if you're yeah. uh been watching you on your twitter since the whole coronavirus mm. stuff you are one busy man yeah i try to be right <laughs> yeah i uh um so like i work my shoot job i'm a manager at, in a uh, warehouse facility yeah uh so i can work up to like 40 to 60 hours a week max of 60 hours uh 10 hour days but my shifts wednesday through saturday from 5.30 a.m. to 4.30 or 5.00 p.m. And I just drive to any shows on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, in the tri-state area. Yeah. I like And then that. I do, so, yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, it's a, just trying to, like, I mean, I, I honestly gave myself that nickname, but someone says, like, one of my friends said to me, man, you're always all over the place. I'm like, like, you're, like how do you not, like, how do you have, oh, someone said, uh, how do you get, like, this much energy to do things like this that you like? I'm like, it's because stuff that I like. And then, yeah, as you can add up, I, I mean, I literally gave myself that that gimmick name, but I wanted to market myself differently towards others, just yeah. so maybe people catch on to or something. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. I mean, so, Howard Stern gave himself king of all media. Look where that went, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why yeah. not? Yeah, man, you're 100 right. Um, but yeah, I got that. The volunteer stuff, the volunteer at my church. All yeah, it's, there's a lot, man. Oh man, I just thought of something too when you were saying that. Oh yeah, oh, my I, like, I like. No, it's okay. It happens to me all the time. Um, <laughs> I liked the the little phrase you said, "shoot job." I'm gonna start saying that. Yeah, man, I gotta go to oh, my, yeah, yeah. go to my shoot job today. Yep. Come yep. down here to do my my work work. That that's why. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I like that. Um. Oh uh, man, how is this? And I know this is a dumb man, dumb question. But um, it's cool. so the cur- it's cool. yeah, my mom always says that there ain't no dumb questions. Um, the coronavirus stuff hit us all or us. Yeah, I guess it does hit us all. But uh, the independent wrestling scene too hit it really bad. Um, how has that changed? How you know you do a typical day as a as a referee or a typical weekend, I guess as a ref mm-hmm. now that I mean, there's nothing going on. I I'm it's weird. It, it's hard. I would imagine. It is. Um, but like, like I'll, I'll FaceTime my friends, talk to my family and stuff like that. Parents, brother, whatever, you know, um, of course, virtually or whatever case would be. Yeah. But, uh, it's, it stinks, but like, you know, like got roll with the punches. Like, it's like, am I just trying to sell this? And just be honest. It's just, yeah. Okay, I could say okay. This, there's, I can tell myself this really sucks every day, or this like I hate this one, or I can be like, all right, cool. Like think of the positives. I got to do this all day. Like I got to do this in my entire life. And if, if like if my last show was GCW, mm-hmm. like at the uh, ASIC uh, ASIC Cup two, 
like if if that was the last one it would be hurtful but it stink yeah but i still got to do all that and I, and I i i'm very upbeat with things man i think things will get progressively get better and stuff so like there's stink yeah but there's always things you could do like i'm working out even more now i'm um, talking to my friends more than I have in the past, oh, yeah. stuff like that. I'm always trying to keep myself busy with things I'm not doing, like never used to do as much. I would have to say, and correct me if I'm wrong completely, mm-hmm. but this drive that you have, and, and I say it's a drive, this drive you have to to make, I think you said you just want to make people happy. This drive you have to make people happy, to be your best at what you do, especially as a ref, with everything you're doing with the Camp Happy Times, the Valerie Fund, all that, this this drive stems from you beating cancer. Yeah, right? everything. I mean, th- that's your. This is when you're when you were just talking about that. Explain it to me. I'm like, that's that's exactly how he thought when he when he was fighting cancer. Hundred percent. My last my last day. Like, I'll, if that's cool, if I can share. This with no, you go ahead. You... Uh, one of my last days, and thank you um, of taking. I don't, I don't know exactly what it was, but I took this, it might have been like a spinal tap or something. They were yeah. checking something in my my spine. And I'll never forget, I was so drugged up from whatever medication they gave me. And I fell back to sleep um, because they're, they're, like, it's, it's, I'm stuttering because it's like, I remember I can like, if I could draw and show you how it was, like, yeah. it's incredible. Like, well, this, for me, to share something like, I remember falling asleep. And had this vivid dream for some reason, like this very detailed dream of me being in a wrestling ring. And like I had all these people with shadows behind me, like just silhouettes almost, you know? Like, yeah. And I, I'm like either, I think I was either seven or six. Wow. This will make my last couple of years of doing this. And I remember opening something up in a wrestling ring, like a box, and popping up and just like being, you know, like, like I don't say energized, but like I was, you know, awake and everything. Yeah. Right there and then I'm like, Okay, I have people behind me for what reason? And the entire concept of gang, of gang, wanting to get involved in wrestling is like, I want to make people happy. I love wrestling. I think it brings people together. And I think this kind of all adds up. And the reason why I can't give up on wrestling, even if I don't make it big, right. is because it's, I just love doing this. Like, it's always so, like, even at such a young age, and people could say, oh, like, okay, you're four, you're sick, you, maybe just like a crazy dream. It's. I'll tell you, dude. It's something that's been with my life for forever, and I will never forget that. And I'm going off a little bit off this, but just it, like it's fine. That's what that's what brings me to like helping out people so much more and making people like I'll say say hi to fans in the lines all the time, like outside, because it's just like thank you. Yeah, that's all. Like that's yeah. And you can hear it but, yeah, when you when you told that story. You can hear it come out you. of your voice. Yeah. The, the passion and, and the love and, and the gratefulness, the thankfulness that you have. It's, it's really, it's something to hear. Um, we're trying, I'm going to try something interesting tonight. We've done it once mm-hmm. on the, sh- on the show and, uh, it worked and I'm, I'm hoping it works tonight, but we actually, we have someone that wants to ask a question. Uh, oh, cool. and I think I can pull them in and you'll be able to hear them and they can ask. So, the reason I'm talking slow is so they can hear it on the Twitch and then know. I'm going to pull them in. Uh, their name is Mr. J. So let me pull them in and see what we can do here. Okay. All right. Uh, well, you're on, Mr. J, if you have a question for Ref Ryan T. What's up? It might because there's a delay in what he would be hearing. You know, I can type it in the chat. Um, if he If he comes to, he'll... We'll hear them, so um, I'll ask it. Um, in the meantime, what did I want to ask you? I already asked you about the refs. Oh, team body spray. You wanna, you oh, know? oh man. Uh, do you want to elaborate oh, on hear, that? Oh, I hear somebody in the background, by the way. I'm not sure if you hear that. No, I don't. Oh, oh I do. Yeah, they're not coming in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drag them out. I guess it wasn't working, Mister J. You can you can type it in the chat and I'll read it to him. I haven't fine tuned that setting yet either. I'm not. Oh, it, it was like it was sad. I'm sorry. No, but, it's um, fine. So, 
team buys bread, and also for whoever's typing that, thank you for that question, wherever it's going to be. Uh, team buys bread is myself and uh, TJ Blade in UWA Elite in South River, New Jersey. Uh, I did a, uh, a social media gimmick, a Twitter gimmick, when I never even had Twitter at the time. I was like 23 or 24. I don't know what I was doing. You did a Twitter and then, gimmick uh, and you didn't even have Twitter? Yeah. That's yeah, great. Like, <laughs> but but, but well, we went with it, though. It was like, it was like a... a like like oh like commentary would be like you know I think he has like thirteen followers they're like oh that's not that's not Ryan that's not uh, that's not uh, my my gimmick name was R J Gerhardt at the time okay. and they're like oh R J doesn't have a he doesn't have Twitter he's like yeah they do so they just made like a, a shoot joke over it uh, which was awesome mm-hmm. but uh, yeah like it was really good with, uh, me and uh, T J Blake he's he still wrestles there now uh, with a bro, in the team called the Bro Team Pack um but yeah he's he's really good. Uh, we had some really cool spots, but it was like a comedy, comedy gimmick, but it was fun. Yeah, he came out with, he literally came out with an axe bias brand, bias spray thing and just sprayed the fans. Whatever That's works. That's all it was, and I would record them, and just like get the, like it was over. It was cool. And it's popped. Um, yeah. Why don't you, uh, can you tell me a little bit about Camp Happy Times and the Valerie Fund? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Valerie Fund is a um, non-profit organization, 501c3, based out of Maplewood, New Jersey. They uh, are the hospital that saved my life. I was treated at the Valerie Fund, Newark Beth Israel Children's Hospital, um, when I was four till I was seven. To this day, I still give back. Uh, I volunteer as a counselor there. I do supply drives and toy drives for them. But what the camp is, the camp is a, uh, it's a camp for kids who are diagnosed or have or have, diagnosed or have been diagnosed with cancer and or blood disorders. It's about 150 kids each year, oh. and the, and yeah, so it's a, a one-week free camp for any kid who's ever been diagnosed with that, anything like this. So it's not not just the Valley Fund; it could be anyone involved. Uh, I'm sorry, not involved. I apologize. Anyone who's had this type of yeah. life-threatening disease, and uh, yeah, so I've been I was a camper there from when I was like nine or ten, and then a counselor uh, since I was like 22, and um, it's a one-week camp. And uh, so many people have helped out in the past, like Tommy Dreamer's done a, a video saying hi to all the kids. Uh, Killer Cross has done a video saying hi to all the kids. Brian Cage, Ethan, uh, Ethan Page, um, so many different people. Rhino, but yeah, it's it's I, I love it. I can't wait to go back this year. Yeah, wow, four to you, yeah. you were from you were age four to seven. Wow. Yeah, when I had yeah when I, yeah. I was leukemia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. You are a yeah, strong yeah, individual. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, so yeah. we got that question. Yeah, so the, the the caller, the listener, whatever you want to call them, they mm-hmm. say, with the giant changes to WrestleMania, they're wondering, from a ref's perspective, how you felt about how the WWE changes how refs act. Uh, for example, they, they used to write refs as blind and unaware, and at WrestleMania they were eagle-eyed. You're just curious about your opinion on that. Oh, okay. So I think they uh, – thank you for the question, uh, by the way. Um, that, mean, that means a lot. Uh, WWE is very uh, – I, I, I don't want to speak for them, but I do have a couple of uh, friends and people I've worked with on the Indies that uh, work there. But uh, the referees are super detailed in their, in their matches. So, like, right now, you may think that the, the WrestleMania, that they're just – more vocal or more on the spot with everything. No, this actually, if you look back at the last 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, it's been this new structure. Um, and you might notice them more because how vocal they are coming across because there is no crowd reaction. Mm-hmm. You may not notice them, be, uh, you might be noticing them a little bit more for the fact of because there's the camera may be trying just to fill them to like film them together and like you know uh, so it takes away the empty space throughout the crowd there's so many different factors but uh there in in the past with wrestling it used to be like oh uh i didn't hear i didn't see the tag but like there's a, a blind tag or, or like a the the work comes in there's two workers in the ring they both do the tag yeah no like they don't want wrestling it's not made to make us look uh stupid quote unquote stupid anymore it's uh they want us to look as realistic as possible. That's why if you see on NXT, every referee is like in great shape. You know, like there's my big thing is in wrestling as a referee is that 
uh, like big John McCarthy, uh, the UFC, he is a trained MMA fighter. So if you want to be able to protect yourself in the ring at all times in UFC, it should be the same concept. I should be able to look like I can take down somebody or be so into it that like I'm not scared to back down from someone else. That's my perspective of mania and just wrestling as a referee in general. In general. That's great. Yeah. Um, we, uh, it's been a past tough couple of days in the wrestling world with all the let goes yeah. with the WWE. I mean, that was tough. They're, the, the ref up there, Mike uh, Kyoto. I think that's how I say his name. Yeah. 30, yeah, Mike Kyoto. He's yeah. been refing up there for 30 years. Yeah. It's a rough time. Yeah, it's, it's, and then... Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for asking the question, Mr. J. And uh, and then today with the the passing of Howard Finkel, I mean, mm-hmm. that's that literally that is a voice. Like when I think of wrestling, when my when I think of my first wrestling memory, mm-hmm. Howard Finkel is one of the first ones that comes to mind because he was the voice you heard. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's that rough couple of days. Uh... Uh, I, like the when the uh, when Howard Finkel passed away, that, like I actually shared a couple of tears. Like yeah. that's, that's that hurt. Um, still does. Uh, yeah. But I never like I almost I can't speak on anyone's behalf, but I do know everyone in the wrestling world is definitely hurting from that significantly. Uh, but uh, it's just been t- it's been raw. Well, God, God bless me and his family too. Yeah. What was that? I said it, it's sorry. just been it's been rough the past couple of days. Yeah, when I heard the news. Uh, yeah of Howard Finkel, I told my wife because he's so revered that even my wife like knows who he is and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and then I just you know, I was I was down. I was down. Just yeah. like like somebody just kicked me right in the chest. It's, it, it's your childhood like like that's <laughs> I know. like Yeah, I, I totally understand. Yeah like I yeah, I, I even with the uh with the the town being uh, let let go recently, I mean, there, another door will open for everyone. Yeah, and maybe maybe that maybe that same door will open back up, and I I can only pray. Like I honestly do pray for everyone to succeed in any any type of way somehow. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's the type of you you are. You know, Colin uh, from Synergy. When I I told him I was interviewing you. And mm-hmm. he had nothing but great things to say about you. Awesome. Cool. I mean, and you, you you come off phenomenal. Your story is is really good. And Thank you. just I mean, just the fact that you battled through cancer from being how young you were, that's I that's kudos to you, man. I, I appreciate that, man. I like, I even pre- like and I'll be honest about like I'm not just I'm gonna put you over real quick. <laughs> uh, so that everyone watching this and listening in, whatever, just the, uh, I actually had a bail on this guy on last, last week, but he was professional enough to understand and respect the, what uh, I had to do uh, on last, last Saturday. So thank you and kudos to you for uh, just being a professional at this. Yeah. I, uh, I totally understand it. When I, when I started doing, like, I'm a big wrestling fan, obviously, but when I when mm. I started doing this whole aspect of, of doing a wrestling show and trying to get people in to talk about their story, but literally about whatever they want to talk about, you mm. know, I, I I told myself, like, look, there's going to be times, like, people are going to, you know, have to cancel, or people yeah. are, I mean, I had Brian Pillman on this show, Brian Pillman Jr., it took, saw, us, yeah, yeah. It took us a year to get that show. I had him the first time, and... Mm. We were we were all set up to do it, and then he never he never showed up, and mm-hmm. but I'm I'm a I like to think of myself as a good guy too, so I was like waiting and waiting, and he sends me a message back apologizing. He's like, oh man, I didn't even I was flying overseas. I had a match a thing over here, and I totally forgot. And, but I understand those things, and and I was like, that's fine, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna no. bury you. <laughs> No, no, that, no. Brian's really cool. I've only worked with him a few times, but he's awesome. He's a great dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, that that's awesome, man. And also, also real quick, that T-shirt's awesome. That's your oh. rocking there. Sweet. My uh, my shoe. I I. You know what? This is also the first time I've ever hooked up another camera for my guest. Usually, my guest just sees the little logo because my camera's on huh? Twitch. But I changed some things today, so you can actually see me. Oh, cool. 
I wore this actually a couple reasons. One specifically for you because it was oh, it was your Twitter that showed me uh, the other AEW shirt for autism that they have. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was yours. Yeah, it's awesome. And so I bought that one. My shoot job is I work with children with autism. I've done it for fifteen okay. plus years. Uh, That's awesome. A behavioral specialist type of thing. Um, so, so yeah. So there's my That's story awesome. with that. No, it's awesome, man. Uh, like, well, thanks for what you do there. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's it's hard That's right cool. now because none of us are in. We can't be in school. And yes, I work really well hands on with them and mm. and that's where i'm i'm my best that's when i'm on my a game is when i can be one to one with them and all that jazz and they need to be in school and they're not in school and yeah and it's tough i reached out to mick foley because i know his his son is on the spectrum and he did a he did a little video he well he was doing the free foley videos yes. on his twitter i saw that yeah. so i reached out to him and he did a video uh, for my students saying, you know, awesome. keep it together, keep it up, doing this, blah, blah, blah. So, yes. So that's, that's cool. That's my story with that. And, uh, awesome, man. Yeah. I try to make people happy cool. when I can, too. That's awesome. That's what it's all about, dude. Yep. Yeah. Like, of course, everyone's first goal is themselves. And then to help out, it only makes you feel good, dude. Yep. 100%. Yep. Um, well, you know, and another thing I, I like to live by on this show is I, I never want to keep anybody over an hour or, or anything like that. And, and, okay. you know, we had, we had a little technical difficulty, but I think we, we've had a good spot here. We're nearing up on the hour and well, let's see, what have we learned? Uh, we have learned that you're very driven and uh, you, you, you persevered. We learned you're an energizer referee. And I think you, I think you've repped in every promotion on Fight TV. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you might, yeah, you might be right. <laughs> you might be right. Thanks. You are going to be in a video. You're going to be a video game yeah, character. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm going to talk with the guys because because you have rest as a wrestler history. I want you as a playable character. I'm going to see if I can get that done. <laughs> you like to make people happy and uh doing the, all, the great stuff for the valerie fund um I, I i i totally relate with that as well because i raise money for saint jude every year uh awesome all the time like i'm doing right. it now it's just it's, it's just something i do uh oh oh your parents uh how did they mm-hmm. enjoy the easter egg hunt oh they loved it man did they? Oh, they? They had, yeah, they had a ball. They, they yeah, my mom was cracking up, my dad was cracking up the entire time. Yeah, but I was. So... I, 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 I might put the video on, but I, I had trouble uploading. I'm not sure if it actually got posted. I think, I think but, you did. I think it got up there. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. Remember my mom, like, my mom, like pushed my dad to try and get one of the eggs. It was awesome. <laughs> it was. They, it... they won twenty nine dollars. Did they really? Cool. There, that's all yeah. that matters. <laughs> that was cool. Um. All right. And so today's actually their anniversary. So. What? Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, nice. That's cool. Um, so this is the time of the show where uh, I give you the mic, and you can put yourself over. You can put over whatever you want. Tell us what's what you oh, got cool. coming up. Uh, whatever you want. Floor's yours, Ryan. All right, sweet. Uh, well, first off, again, thank you for uh, putting me over on your awesome Twitch uh, channel here. This is sweet, man. So I appreciate you even reaching out to me. Yeah, no problem. Uh, true pro right here. So everyone should be listening to this guy. He definitely knows what's going on. Um, he actually, he definitely does his homework and I can tell by the way you're speaking. So great job with that. Ex- excellent job. Thank you. Um, uh, but on top of that, uh, just a quick shout out to all the companies I've worked at, uh, currently just, I work for, uh, I'm not going to go through the line, but everyone knows who they are, uh, as in promoter wise, um, not trying to sound you can see there, but main thing is doing uh, new people over. I want to recommend to you, uh, maybe people don't know of, uh, and to whoever's watching or listening in, a gentleman named Matt Virgo. Uh, he wrestles for Pizza Party Wrestling. He recently just wrestled for Chikara. Uh, I think only one event, but still he wrestled for Chikara. Uh, UWA leads his home company. Uh, very, the guys, the dude's like 6'1", 6'2", super agile. He can wrestle any style. Great character. He wrestles as a heel, but 
like he's one of those dudes like you're gonna love him just because how great of a wrestler the guy is uh robbie roller also uwa elite guy um he's our champion over there he, used to, he actually started off wrestling in beyond wrestling before beyond became beyond such a bigger uh, landscape uh, but those are two people i highly 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 recommend everyone checking out because uh it's talent that is unnoticed because there's so much there's so much great wrestling already but then you have people who are like used to who definitely should get that spotlight from some somewhere and i think it will happen but but besides that thank you again for having me on here it was awesome yeah no problem uh we'll be in touch man awesome cool have yourself right, a wonderful thanks, night dude. thanks for dealing with the technical difficulties uh, dude i could we'll blame on me it's all right <laughs> all right later all right, man cool. all right Bye. later later dude peace yep Man, I loved it. It was great. He he is very inspirational and uh, motivating. I mean, he just makes me want to go do something. You know? He he makes me want to go and be a better person. And uh, and I wasn't kidding, man. You, you go on to Fight TV, you pull up any promotion on Fight TV. Any promotion. Okay? And pull up one of the shows, free show, free pay-per-view, whatever, whatever it is. I bet you he's on there, refing, somewhere. He's <laughs> kids everywhere. And uh, I will see you guys all Saturday. Thank you for coming by. Peace. No, not even that works. Uh, this guy is called the Standing Streamer. Wrestling with Regret, and you're watching Putting You Over.